Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Mongolia. So we are going to read the Wikipedia entry for Mongolia. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's.media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ underscore media underscore podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Mongolia is a landlocked country in East Asia, bordered by Russia to the north and China to the south. It covers an area of 1,564,116 square kilometers, 603,909 square miles, with a population of just 3.3 million, making it the world's most sparsely populated sovereign nation. Mongolia is the world's largest landlocked country that does not border a closed sea, and much of its area is covered by grassy steppe with mountains to the north and west and the Gobi Desert to the south. Ulaanbaatar, the capital and largest city, is home to roughly half of the country's population. The territory of modern-day Mongolia has been ruled by various nomadic empires, including the Xiongnu, the Xianbei, the Rurin, the First Turkic Khaganate, and others. In 1206, Genghis Khan founded the Mongol Empire which became the largest contiguous land empire in history. His grandson Kublai Khan conquered China proper and established the Yuan dynasty. After the collapse of the Yuan, the Mongols retreated to Mongolia and resumed their earlier pattern of factional conflict except during the era of Dayan Khan and Tuman Sasik Khan. In the 16th century, Tibetan Buddhism spread to Mongolia being further led by the Manchu-founded Qing dynasty, which absorbed the country in the 17th century. By the early 20th century, almost one-third of the adult male population were Buddhist monks. After the collapse of the Qing dynasty in 1911, Mongolia declared independence and achieved actual independence from the Republic of China in 1921. Shortly thereafter, the country became a satellite state of the Soviet Union, which had aided its independence from China. In 1924, the Mongolian People's Republic was founded as a socialist state. After the anti-communist revolutions of 1989, Mongolia conducted its own peaceful democratic revolution in early 1990. This led to a multi-party system, a new constitution of 1992, and transition to a market economy. Approximately 30% of the population is nomadic or semi-nomadic, horse culture remains integral. Buddhism is the majority religion, 51.7%, with the non-religious being the second largest group, 40.6%. 
Islam is the third largest religious identification, 3.2%, concentrated among ethnic Kazakhs. The vast majority of citizens are ethnic Mongols, with roughly 5% of the population being Kazakhs, Tuvans, and other ethnic minorities who are especially concentrated in the West. Mongolia is a member of the United Nations Asia Cooperation Dialogue G77 Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank, Non-Aligned Movement and a NATO Global Partner. Mongolia joined the World Trade Organization in 1997 and seeks to expand its participation in regional economic and trade groups. The name Mongolia means the land of the Mongols in Latin. The origin of the Mongolian word Mongol is of uncertain etymology given variously such as the name of a mountain or river, a corruption of the Mongolian Mungtingrigal, eternal sky fire, or a derivation from Mugilu, the 4th century founder of the Rurin Khaganate. First attested as the Mungu, Chinese, modern Chinese Mingwu, middle Chinese Mungu, a branch of the Shirwei in an 8th century Tang dynasty list of northern tribes, presumably related to the Liaoara Mungu, Chinese, modern Chinese Mingu, Middle Chinese Mungu X. After the fall of the Liao in 1125, the Kamig Mongols became a leading tribe on the Mongolian plateau. However, their wars with the Jurchenrul Jin dynasty and the Tatar confederation had weakened them. The last head of the tribe was Yasujiai, whose son Temujin eventually united all the Shirwei tribes as the Mongol Empire. Yekmongolulus. In the 13th century, the word Mongol grew into an umbrella term for a large group of Mongolic-speaking tribes united under the rule of Genghis Khan. Since the adoption of the new constitution of Mongolia on February 13, 1992, the official name of the state is Mongolia, Mongol ULS. Prehistory and Antiquity the Koitsinker Cave in Koth province shows lively pink, brown, and red ochre paintings dated to 20,000 years ago of mammoths, lynx, Bactrian camels, and ostriches, earning it the nickname the Lusco of Mongolia. The Venus figurines of Malta, 21,000 years ago, testify to the level of Upper Paleolithic art in northern Mongolia. Malta is now part of Russia. Neolithic agricultural settlements, circa 5500 to 3500 BC, such as those at Norovlin, Temsagbulag, Bayanzag, and Rishankad, predated the introduction of horse-riding nomadism, a pivotal event in the history of Mongolia which became the dominant culture. Horse-riding nomadism has been documented by archaeological evidence in Mongolia during the Copper and Bronze Age Afanasivo culture. 3500 to 2500 BC, this Indo-European culture was active to the Kongai Mountains in central Mongolia. The wheeled vehicles found in the burials of the Afanisi vans have been dated to before 2200 BC. Pastoral nomadism and metalworking became more developed with the later Okanov culture, 2nd millennium BC, Andronovo culture, 2300 to 1000 BC, and Karasuk culture, 1500 to 300 BC, culminating with the Iron Age Xiongnu Empire in 209 BC. Monuments of the pre-Xiongnu Bronze Age include deer stones, 
Carrickser Kurgans, square slab tombs, and rock paintings. Although cultivation of crops has continued since the Neolithic, agriculture has always remained small in scale compared to pastoral nomadism. Agriculture may have first been introduced from the west or arose independently in the region. The population during the Copper Age has been described as Mongoloid in the east of what is now Mongolia and as Europoid in the west. Tocharians, Uezhi, and Scythians inhabited western Mongolia during the Bronze Age. The mummy of a Scythian warrior, which is believed to be about 2,500 years old, was a 30 to 40 year old man with blonde hair. It was found in the Altai, Mongolia. As equine nomadism was introduced into Mongolia, the political center of the Eurasian steppe also shifted to Mongolia, where it remained until the 18th century CE. The intrusions of northern pastoralists, e.g. the Guifan, Shanrong, and Dongwu, into China during the Shan Dynasty, 1600 to 1046 BC, and Zhou Dynasty, 1046 to 256 BC, presaged the age of nomadic empires. Since prehistoric times, Mongolia has been inhabited by nomads who, from time to time, formed great confederations that rose to power and prominence. Common institutions were the office of the Khan, the Kurultai, Supreme Council, left and right wings, Imperial Army, Kashyyyk, and the decimal military system. The first of these empires, the Xiongnu of undetermined ethnicity, were brought together by Modishanyu to form a confederation in 209 BC. Soon they emerged as the greatest threat to the Qin dynasty, forcing the latter to construct the Great Wall of China. It was guarded by up to almost 300,000 soldiers during Marshal Mengtian's tenure as a means of defense against the destructive Xiongnu raids. The vast Xiongnu Empire, 209 BC, 93 AD, was followed by the Mongolic Sande Empire, 93 to 234 AD, which also ruled more than the entirety of present-day Mongolia. The Mongolic Rurin Khaganate, 330 to 555, of Sande provenance was the first to use Khagan as an imperial title. It ruled a massive empire before being defeated by the Gokturks, 555 to 745, whose empire was even bigger. The Gokturks laid siege to Panticapium, present-day Kerch, in 576. They were succeeded by the weaker Khaganate, 745 to 840, who were defeated by the Kyrgyz. The Mongolic Khitans, descendants of the Sienbei, ruled Mongolia during the Liao Dynasty 907 to 1125, after which the Comic Mongol 1125 to 1206 rose to prominence. In battles they subdued the nations of all four sides of the world and suppressed them. They made those who had heads bow their heads and who had knees genuflect them. In the east up to the Kadurkin common people, in the west up to the Iron Gate they conquered. These Khagans were wise. These Khagans were great. Their servants were wise and great too. Officials were honest and direct with people. They ruled the nation this way.
This way they held sway over them. When they died ambassadors from Bakili Cholug, Beaked Korea, Tabgak, Tang China, Tibet, Tibetan Empire, Avar, Avar Khaganate, Rome, Byzantine Empire, Kyrgyz, Yukirikin, Otis Tatars, Khitans, Tatabis came to the funerals. So many people came to mourn over the great Khagans. They were famous Khagans. Middle Ages to early 20th century. In the chaos of the late 12th century, a chieftain named Temujin finally succeeded in uniting the Mongol tribes between Manchuria and the Altai Mountains. In 1206, he took the title Genghis Khan and waged a series of military campaigns renowned for their brutality and ferocity sweeping through much of Asia and forming the Mongol Empire, the largest contiguous land empire in world history. Under his successors, it stretched from present-day Poland in the west to Korea in the east and from parts of Siberia in the north to the Gulf of Oman and Vietnam in the south covering some 33 million square kilometers, 13 million square miles, 22% of Earth's total land area, and had a population of over 100 million people, about a quarter of Earth's total population at the time. The emergence of Pax Mongolica also significantly eased trade and commerce across Asia during its height. After Genghis Khan's death, the empire was subdivided into four kingdoms or khanates. These eventually became quasi-independent after the Taliud Civil War, 1260-1264, which broke out in a battle for power following Monk Khan's death in 1259. One of the Khanates, the Great Khanate, consisting of the Mongol homeland and most of modern-day China, became known as the Yuan Dynasty under Kublai Khan, the grandson of Genghis Khan. He set up his capital in present-day Beijing. After more than a century of power, the Yuan Dynasty was overthrown by the Ming Dynasty in 1368 and the Yuan court fled to the north, thus becoming the Northern Yuan Dynasty. As the Ming armies pursued the Mongols into their homeland, they successfully sacked and destroyed the Mongol capital Karakoram and other cities. Some of these attacks were repelled by the Mongols under Ayashradar and his general Kok Timur. After the expulsion of the Yuan rulers from China proper, the Mongols continued to rule their homeland, known in historiography as the Northern Yuan Dynasty. The next centuries were marked by violent power struggles among various factions, notably the Genghisids and the non-Genghisid Oyarids, as well as by several Ming invasions, such as the five expeditions led by the Yongle Emperor. In the early 16th century, Dian Khan and his Katan Mandakai reunited the entire Mongol nation under the Genghisids. In the mid-16th century, Altan Khan of the Tamd, a grandson of Dian Khan, but not a hereditary or legitimate Khan, became powerful. He founded Ho Hot in 1557. After he met with the Dalai Lama in 1578, he ordered the introduction of Tibetan Buddhism to Mongolia. It was the second time this had occurred. Abtai Khan of the Khalkha converted to Buddhism and founded the Erdenza Monastery in 1585. 
His grandson Zanabazar became the first Jibson Damba Katutu in 1640. Following the leaders, the entire Mongolian population embraced Buddhism. Each family kept scriptures and Buddhist statues on an altar at the north side of their gur, yurt. Mongolian nobles donated land, money and herders to the monasteries. As was typical in states with established religions, the top religious institutions, the monasteries, wielded significant temporal power in addition to spiritual power. The last Mongol Khan was Ligdin Khan in the early 17th century. He came into conflicts with the Manchus over the looting of Chinese cities and also alienated most Mongol tribes. He died in 1634. By 1636 most Inner Mongolian tribes had submitted to the Manchus who founded the Qing dynasty. The Khalkha eventually submitted to Qing rule in 1691, thus bringing all of today's Mongolia under Manchu rule. After several Dzungar, Qing wars, the Dzungars, Western Mongols or Oirats, were virtually annihilated during the Qing conquest of Dzungaria in 1757 and 1758. Some scholars estimate that about 80% of the 600,000 or more Dzungar were destroyed by a combination of disease and warfare. Outer Mongolia was given relative autonomy, being administered by the hereditary Genghisid Khanates of Tushi Khan, Setsin Khan, Sasig Khan, and Sein Noyan Khan. The Jebsen Damba Katuktu of Mongolia had immense de facto authority. The Manchu forbade mass Chinese immigration into the area, which allowed the Mongols to keep their culture. The Oirats who migrated to the Volga steppes in Russia became known as Kalmyks. The main trade route during this period was the Tea Road through Siberia. It had permanent stations located every 25 to 30 kilometers, 16 to 19 miles, each of which was staffed by 5 to 30 chosen families. Until 1911, the Qing dynasty maintained control of Mongolia with a series of alliances and intermarriages, as well as military and economic measures. Ambans, Manchu high officials, were installed in Kiri, Uliastai, and Kovd, and the country was divided into numerous feudal and ecclesiastical fiefdoms, which also placed people in power with loyalty to the Qing. Over the course of the 19th century, the feudal lords attached more importance to representation and less importance to the responsibilities towards their subjects. The behavior of Mongolia's nobility, together with usurious practices by Chinese traders and the collection of imperial taxes in silver instead of animals, resulted in widespread poverty among the nomads. By 1911, there were 700 large and small monasteries in Outer Mongolia, their 115,000 monks made up 21% of the population. Apart from the Jebsen Damba Katuktu, there were 13 other reincarnating High Lamas, called seal-holding saints, Tambutai Katuktu, in Outer Mongolia. Modern History With the fall of the Qing Dynasty in 1911, Mongolia under the Bogd Khan declared its independence. 
but the newly established Republic of China considered Mongolia to be part of its own territory. Yuan Shikai, the president of the Republic of China, considered the new republic to be the successor of the Qing. Bogd Khan said that both Mongolia and China had been administered by the Manchu during the Qing, and after the fall of the Qing dynasty in 1911, the contract of Mongolian submission to the Manchu had become invalid. The area controlled by the Bogd Khan was approximately that of the former Outer Mongolia during the Qing period. In 1919, after the October Revolution in Russia, Chinese troops led by warlord Su Xuxing occupied Mongolia. Warfare erupted on the northern border. As a result of the Russian Civil War, the white Russian Lieutenant General Baron Anjern led his troops into Mongolia in October 1920, defeating the Chinese forces in Nizlokiri, now Ulaanbaatar, in early February 1921 with Mongol support. To eliminate the threat posed by Anjern, Bolshevik Russia decided to support the establishment of a communist Mongolian government and army. This Mongolian army took the Mongolian part of Kayakta from Chinese forces on March 18, 1921, and on July 6, Russian and Mongolian troops arrived in Kiri. Mongolia declared its independence again on July 11, 1921. As a result, Mongolia was closely aligned with the Soviet Union over the next seven decades. Mongolian People's Republic in 1924, after the Bogd Khan died of laryngeal cancer or, as some sources claim, at the hands of Russian spies, the country's political system was changed. The Mongolian People's Republic was established. In 1928, Korlujin Sen rose to power. The early leaders of the Mongolian People's Republic, 1921-1952, included many with pan-Mongolist ideals. However, changing global politics and increased Soviet pressure led to the decline of pan-Mongol aspirations in the following period. Korlujin Koibal Sen instituted collectivization of livestock, began the destruction of the Buddhist monasteries, and carried out Stalinist purges, which resulted in the murders of numerous monks and other leaders. In Mongolia during the 1920s, approximately one-third of the male population were monks. By the beginning of the 20th century, about 750 monasteries were functioning in Mongolia. In 1930, the Soviet Union stopped Buryat migration to the Mongolian People's Republic to prevent Mongolian reunification. All leaders of Mongolia who did not fulfill Stalin's demands to perform Red Terror against Mongolians were executed, including Peljidian Jenden and Anandan Amar. The Stalinist purges in Mongolia, which began in 1937, killed more than 30,000 people. Koibal-san died suspiciously in the Soviet Union in 1952. Comintern leader Bohumir Smeril said, People of Mongolia are not important, the land is important. Mongolian land is larger than England, France, and Germany. 
After the Japanese invasion of neighboring Manchuria in 1931, Mongolia was threatened on this front. During the Soviet-Japanese Border War of 1939, the Soviet Union successfully defended Mongolia against Japanese expansionism. Mongolia fought against Japan during the battles of Kokin Gol in 1939 and during the Soviet-Japanese War in August 1945 to liberate Inner Mongolia from Japan and Ningjiang. Cold War The February 1945 Yalta Conference provided for the Soviet Union's participation in the Pacific War. One of the Soviet conditions for its participation put forward at Yalta was that after the war Outer Mongolia would retain its independence. The referendum took place on October 20, 1945, with, according to official numbers, 100% of the electorate voting for independence. After the establishment of the People's Republic of China, both countries confirmed their mutual recognition on October 6, 1949. However, the Republic of China used its Security Council veto in 1955 to stop the admission of the Mongolian People's Republic to the United Nations on the grounds it recognized all of Mongolia, including Outer Mongolia, as part of China. This was the only time the Republic of China ever used its veto. Hence, and because of the repeated threats to veto by the ROC, Mongolia did not join the UN until 1961 when the Soviet Union agreed to lift its veto on the admission of Mauritania and any other newly independent African state in return for the admission of Mongolia. Faced with pressure from nearly all the other African countries, the ROC relented under protest. Mongolia and Mauritania were both admitted to the UN on October 27, 1961. On January 26, 1952, Yumjie Sedenbul took power in Mongolia after the death of Koibal Sen. Sedenbul was the leading political figure in Mongolia for more than 30 years. While Sedenbul was visiting Moscow in August 1984, his severe illness prompted the parliament to announce his retirement and replace him with Jambin Batmonk. Post-Cold War The fall of the Soviet Union in 1991 strongly influenced Mongolian politics and youth. Its people undertook the peaceful democratic revolution in January 1990 and the introduction of a multi-party system and a market economy. At the same time, the transformation of the former Marxist-Leninist Mongolian People's Revolutionary Party to the current Social Democratic Mongolian People's Party reshaped the country's political landscape. A new constitution was introduced in 1992, and the term People's Republic was dropped from the country's name. The transition to a market economy was often rocky. During the early 1990s, the country had to deal with high inflation and food shortages. The first election victories for non-communist parties came in 1993, presidential elections, and 1996, parliamentary elections. 
China has supported Mongolia's application for membership into the Asia Cooperation Dialogue ACD, Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation APEC, and granting it observer status in the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Geography and Climate at 1,564,116 square kilometers, 603,909 square miles, Mongolia is the world's 18th largest country after Iran. It is significantly larger than the next largest country, Peru. It mostly lies between latitudes 41 degrees and 52 degrees north. A small area is north of 52 degrees and longitudes 87 degrees and 120 degrees east. As a point of reference, the northernmost part of Mongolia is on roughly the same latitude as Berlin, Germany, and Saskatoon, Canada, while the southernmost part is on roughly the same latitude as Rome, Italy, and Chicago, USA. The westernmost part of Mongolia is on roughly the same longitude as Kolkata in India, while the easternmost part is on the same longitude as Kinuangdo and Hangzhou in China, as well as the western edge of Taiwan. Although Mongolia does not share a border with Kazakhstan, its westernmost point is only 36.76 kilometers, 22.84 miles, from Kazakhstan. The geography of Mongolia is varied, with the Gobi Desert to the south and cold, mountainous regions to the north and west. Much of Mongolia consists of the Mongolian-Manchurian grassland steppe, with forested areas accounting for 11.2% of the total land area, a higher percentage than Ireland, 10%. The whole of Mongolia is considered to be part of the Mongolian Plateau. The highest point in Mongolia is the Quitten Peak in the Tavenbog Massif in the far west at 4,374 meters, 14,350 feet. The basin of the Ivs Lake, shared with Tuva Republic in Russia, is a natural world heritage site. Climate Mongolia is known as the land of the eternal blue sky or country of blue sky, Mongolian, Mungkop Tangerian Oron, because it has over 250 sunny days a year. Most of the country is hot in the summer and extremely cold in the winter, with January averages dropping as low as minus 30 degrees Celsius minus 22 degrees Fahrenheit. A vast front of cold, heavy, shallow air comes in from Siberia in winter and collects in river valleys and low basins causing very cold temperatures while slopes of mountains are much warmer due to the effects of temperature inversion, temperature increases with altitude. In winter, the whole of Mongolia comes under the influence of the Siberian anticyclone. The localities most severely affected by this cold weather are Arvs Province, Ulangam, Western Kovskal, Rinchenham, Eastern Zavkin, Tosan Senjil, Northern Bulgan, Hutag, and Eastern Dornid Province, Kakian Gol. Ulaanbaatar is strongly, but less severely, affected. The cold gets less severe as one goes south, reaching the warmest January temperatures in Omnigovi Province, Dalan Zadgit, Kanbogd, and the region of the Altai Mountains bordering China. 
A unique microclimate is the fertile grassland forest region of central and eastern Arkhangai Province, Tsetserleg, and northern Overkhangai Province, Arvakir, where January temperatures are on average the same and often higher than the warmest desert regions to the south in addition to being more stable. The Kongai Mountains play a certain role in forming this microclimate. In Tsetserleg, the warmest town in this microclimate, nighttime January temperatures rarely go under minus 30 degrees Celsius minus 22 degrees Fahrenheit, while daytime January temperatures often reach 0 degrees Celsius 32 degrees Fahrenheit to 5 degrees Celsius 41 degrees Fahrenheit. The country is subject to occasional harsh climatic conditions known as Zod. Zod, a natural disaster unique to Mongolia, results in large proportions of the country's livestock dying from starvation or freezing temperatures or both, resulting in economic upheaval for the largely pastoral population. The annual average temperature in Ulaanbaatar is minus 1.3 degrees Celsius 29.7 degrees Fahrenheit, making it the world's coldest capital city. Mongolia is high, cold, and windy. It has an extreme continental climate with long, cold winters and short summers, during which most of its annual precipitation falls. The country averages 257 cloudless days a year, and it is usually at the center of a region of high atmospheric pressure. Precipitation is highest in the north, average of 200 to 350 millimeters, 8 to 14 in, per year, and lowest in the south, which receives 100 to 200 millimeters, 4 to 8 in, annually. The highest annual precipitation of 622.297 millimeters, 24.500 in, occurred in the forests of Bulgan province near the border with Russia and the lowest of 41.735 millimeters, 1.643 in, occurred in the Gobi Desert, period 1961 to 1990. The sparsely populated far north of Bulgan province averages 600 millimeters, 24 in, in annual precipitation which means it receives more precipitation than Beijing, 571.8 millimeters or 22.51 in, or Berlin, 571 millimeters or 22.5 in. Environmental Issues There are many pressing environmental issues in Mongolia that are detrimental to both human and environmental wellness. These problems have arisen in part due to natural factors, but increasingly because of human actions. One of these issues is climate change, which will be responsible for an increase in desertification, natural disasters, and land degradation. Another is deforestation, which is expanding due to human recklessness, pests, disease, and fires. Mongolian lands are becoming more arid through desertification, a process that is being exacerbated due to irresponsible land use. Additionally, more and more species are disappearing and at risk for extinction. Moreover, especially in population centers, Mongolians deal with air and water pollution caused by industrialization. Wildlife the name Gobi is a Mongol term for a desert steppe, 
which usually refers to a category of arid rangeland with insufficient vegetation to support marmots, but with enough to support camels. Mongols distinguish Gobi from desert proper, although the distinction is not always apparent to outsiders unfamiliar with the Mongolian landscape. Gobi rangelands are fragile and easily destroyed by overgrazing, which results in expansion of the true desert, a stony waste where not even Bactrian camels can survive. The arid conditions in the Gobi are attributed to the rain shadow effect caused by the Himalayas. Before the Himalayas were formed by the collision of the Indo-Australian plate with the Eurasian plate 10 million years ago, Mongolia was a flourishing habitat for major fauna but still somewhat arid and cold due to distance from sources of evaporation. Sea turtle and mollusk fossils have been found in the Gobi, apart from well-known dinosaur fossils. Tadpole shrimps, Lepidurus mongolicus, are still found in the Gobi today. The eastern part of Mongolia, including the Onan and Kurlan rivers and Lake Beer form part of the Amur River Basin draining to the Pacific Ocean. It hosts some unique species like the Eastern Brook Lamprey, Dorian Crayfish, Camberoids Doricus, and Dorian Pearl Oyster, Dehiria Dehirica, in the Onan slash Kurlan rivers as well as Siberian Prawn, Exopolemon Modestus, in Lake Beer. Mongolia had a 2019 Forest Landscape Integrity Index mean score of 9.36-10, ranking it 6th globally out of 172 countries. Demographics Mongolia's total population as of January 2015 was estimated by the U.S. Census Bureau to be 3,251,000 people, ranking around 121st in the world. But the U.S. Department of State Bureau of East Asian and Pacific Affairs uses the United Nations UN estimations instead of the U.S. Census Bureau estimations. United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs Population Division estimates Mongolia's total population mid-2007 as 2,629,000, less than the U.S. Census Bureau figure. UN estimates resemble those made by the Mongolian National Statistical Office, 2,612,900, end of June 2007. Mongolia's population growth rate is estimated at 1.2%, 2007 EST. About 59% of the total population is under age 30, 27% of whom are under 14. This relatively young and growing population has placed strains on Mongolia's economy. The first census in the 20th century was carried out in 1918 and recorded a population of 647,500. Since the end of socialism, Mongolia has experienced a decline of total fertility rate, children per woman, that is steeper than in any other country in the world. According to recent UN estimations, in 1970-1975, fertility was estimated to be 7.33 children per woman, dropping to about 2.1 in 2000-2005. The decline ended, and in 2005-2010, the estimated fertility value increased to 2.5 and stabilized afterwards at the rate of about 2.2-2.3 children per woman.
Ethnic Mongols account for about 95% of the population and consist of Khalkha and other groups, all distinguished primarily by dialects of the Mongol language. The Khalkha make up 86% of the ethnic Mongol population. The remaining 14% include Oyrits, Bariats, and others. Turkic peoples, Kazakhs and Tivans, constitute 4.5% of Mongolia's population and the rest are Russian, Chinese, Korean, and American nationalities. Languages The official language of Mongolia is Mongolian and is spoken by 95% of the population. A variety of dialects of Oyrik and Bariat are spoken across the country and there are also some speakers of Mongolic Kamnigan. In the west of the country, Kazakh and Tuvan, both Turkic languages, are also spoken. Mongolian Sign Language is the principal language of the deaf community. Today, Mongolian is written using the Cyrillic alphabet in Mongolia, although in the past it was written using the Mongolian script. An official reintroduction of the old script was planned for 1994, but has not taken place as older generations encountered practical difficulties. Schools are reintroducing the traditional alphabet. In March 2020, the Mongolian government announced plans to use both Cyrillic and the traditional Mongolian script in official documents by 2025. Russian is the most frequently spoken foreign language in Mongolia, followed by English, although English has been gradually replacing Russian as the second language. Korean has gained popularity as tens of thousands of Mongolians work in South Korea. Religion According to the 2010 National Census, among Mongolians aged 15 and above, 53% were Buddhists, while 39% were non-religious. Mongolian shamanism has been widely practiced throughout the history of what is now Mongolia, with similar beliefs being common among the nomads of Central Asia. They gradually gave way to Tibetan Buddhism, but shamanism has left a mark on Mongolian religious culture, and it continues to be practiced. The Kazakhs of Western Mongolia, some Mongols, and other Turkic peoples in the country traditionally adhere to Islam. Throughout much of the 20th century, the communist government repressed religious practices. It targeted the clergy of the Mongolian Buddhist Church, which had been tightly intertwined with the previous feudal government structures, e.g. from 1911 on, the head of the church had also been the Khan of the country. In the late 1930s, the regime, then led by Korlujin Koibal Sen, closed almost all of Mongolia's over 700 Buddhist monasteries and killed at least 30,000 people, of whom 18,000 were lamas. The number of Buddhist monks dropped from 100,000 in 1924 to 110 in 1990. The fall of communism in 1991 restored public religious practice. Tibetan Buddhism, which had been the predominant religion prior to the rise of communism, again rose to become the most widely practiced religion in Mongolia. The end of religious repression in the 1990s also allowed for other religions to spread in the country.
According to the Christian missionary group Barnabas Fund, the number of Christians grew from just four in 1989 to around 40,000 as of 2008. In May 2013, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, LDS Church, held a cultural program to celebrate 20 years of LDS Church history in Mongolia, with 10,900 members and 16 church buildings in the country. There are some 1,000 Catholics in Mongolia and, in 2003, a missionary from the Philippines was named Mongolia's first Catholic bishop. In 2017, Seventh-day Adventists reported 2,700 members in six churches up from zero members in 1991. Government and Politics Mongolia is a semi-presidential representative democratic republic with a directly elected president. The people also elect the deputies in the National Assembly, the state Great Kirill. The president appoints the prime minister and nominates the cabinet on the proposal of the prime minister. The constitution of Mongolia guarantees a number of freedoms, including full freedom of expression and religion. Mongolia has a number of political parties, the largest are the Mongolian People's Party and the Democratic Party. The non-governmental organization Freedom House considers Mongolia to be free. The People's Party, known as the People's Revolutionary Party between 1924 and 2010, formed the government from 1921 to 1996 in a one-party system until 1990 and from 2000 to 2004. From 2004 to 2006, it was part of a coalition with the Democrats and two other parties, and after 2006 it was the dominant party in two other coalitions. The party initiated two changes of government from 2004 prior to losing power in the 2012 election. The Democrats were the dominant force in a ruling coalition between 1996 and 2000 and an almost equal partner with the People's Revolutionary Party in a coalition between 2004 and 2006. An election of deputies to the National Assembly on June 28, 2012 resulted in no party having an overall majority, however, as the Democratic Party won the largest number of seats, its leader, Norvin Altankyag, was appointed Prime Minister on August 10, 2012. In 2014, he was replaced by Chimedian Seikenbeileg. The MPP won a landslide victory in the 2016 elections and the next Prime Minister was MPP Zuknagin Harlsuk. In June 2020, MPP won a landslide victory in the election. It took 62 seats and the main opposition DP, 11 of the 76 seats. Before the elections, the ruling party had redrawn the electoral map in a way that was beneficial for MPP. In January 2021, Prime Minister Uknagin Harlsuk resigned after protests over the treatment of a coronavirus patient. On January 27, 2021, Love Sinamsrai Ayun of MPP became new Prime Minister. He represents a younger generation of leaders that had studied abroad. 
The president of Mongolia is able to veto the laws made by parliament, appoint judges and justice of courts and appoint ambassadors. The parliament can override that veto by a two-thirds majority vote. Mongolia's constitution provides three requirements for taking office as president. The candidate must be a native-born Mongolian, be at least 45 years old, and have resided in Mongolia for five years before taking office. The president must also suspend our party membership. After defeating incumbent Namran Ankbeir, Tsukayajan Elbegdorj, a two-time former prime minister and member of the Democratic Party, was elected as president on May 24, 2009 and inaugurated on June 18 that year. The ruling Mongolian People's Revolutionary Party, 2010, MPRP, nominated Batbold Sukhbader as new prime minister in October 2009. Elbegdorj was re-elected on June 26, 2013 and was inaugurated on July 10, 2013 for his second term as president. In June 2017, opposition Democratic Party candidate Kalt Mogin Batulga won the presidential election. He was inaugurated on July 10, 2017. In June 2021, former Prime Minister Ukna Kirilsuk, the candidate of the ruling Mongolian People's Party, MPP, became the country's sixth democratically elected president after winning the presidential election. Mongolia uses a unicameral legislature, the state Great Kural, with 76 seats, which is chaired by the Speaker of the House. Its members are directly elected every four years by popular vote. Foreign Relations Mongolia's foreign relations traditionally focus on its two large neighbors, Russia and the People's Republic of China. Mongolia is economically dependent on these countries. China receives 90% of Mongolia's exports by value and accounts for 60% of its foreign trade, while Russia supplies 90% of Mongolia's energy requirements. Mongolia's most important trading partner is China, and the government has been trying to stay out of the current U.S.-China confrontation. It has begun seeking positive relations with a wider range of other nations, especially in cultural and economic matters, focusing on encouraging foreign investments and trade. Mongolia has been pursuing a third neighbor foreign policy since early 1990s to build deeper relations and partnerships with countries beyond its two neighbors. Military Mongolia supported the 2003 invasion of Iraq and has sent several successive contingents of 103 to 180 troops each to Iraq. About 130 troops were deployed to Afghanistan. 200 Mongolian troops are serving in Sierra Leone on a UN mandate to protect the UN Special Court set up there, and in July 2009, Mongolia decided to send a battalion to Chad in support of Minarkat. From 2005 to 2006, about 40 troops were deployed with the Belgian and Luxembourg contingents in Kosovo. On November 21, 2005, George W. Bush became the first ever sitting U.S. president to visit Mongolia. 
In 2004, under Bulgarian chairmanship, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe OSC, invited Mongolia as its newest Asian partner. Legal System The judiciary of Mongolia is made of a three-tiered court system, first-instance courts in each provincial district and each Ulaanbaatar district, appellate courts for each province and also the capital Ulaanbaatar and the court of last resort for non-constitutional matters at the Supreme Court of Mongolia. For questions of constitutional law, there is a separate constitutional court. A Judicial General Council GGC, nominates judges which must then be confirmed by the parliament and appointed by the president. Arbitration centers provide alternative dispute resolution options for commercial and other disputes. Economy Economic activity in Mongolia has long been based on herding and agriculture, although development of extensive mineral deposits of copper, coal, molybdenum, tin, tungsten and gold have emerged as a driver of industrial production. Besides mining, 21.8% of GDP and agriculture, 16% of GDP, dominant industries and the composition of GDP are wholesale and retail trade and service, transportation and storage, and real estate activities. The informal economy is estimated to be at least one-third the size of the official economy. As of 2006, 68.4% of Mongolia's exports went to the PRC, and the PRC supplied 29.8% of Mongolia's imports. Mongolia is ranked as a lower middle-income economy by the World Bank. Some 22.4% of the population lives on less than one US dollar and 25 cents a day. In 2011, GDP per capita was $3,100. Despite growth, the proportion of the population below the poverty line was estimated to be 35.6% in 1998, 36.1% in 2002 to 2003, and 32.2% in 2006. Because of a boom in the mining sector, Mongolia had high growth rates in 2007 and 2008, 9.9% and 8.9%, respectively. In 2009, sharp drops in commodity prices and the effects of the global financial crisis caused the local currency to drop 40% against the US dollar. Two of the 16 commercial banks were taken into receivership. In 2011, GDP growth was expected to reach 16.4%. However, inflation continued to erode GDP gains, with an average rate of 12.6% expected at the end of 2011. Although GDP has risen steadily since 2002 at the rate of 7.5% in an official 2006 estimate, the state is still working to overcome a sizable trade deficit. The Economist predicted this trade deficit of 14% of Mongolia's GDP would transform into a surplus in 2013. Mongolia was never listed among the emerging market countries until February 2011 when Citigroup analysts determined Mongolia to be one of the global growth-generating countries, which are countries with the most promising growth prospects for 2010 to 2050.
the Mongolian Stock Exchange, established in 1991 in Ulaanbaatar, is among the world's smallest stock exchanges by market capitalization. In 2011, it had 336 companies listed with a total market capitalization of 2 billion US dollars after quadrupling from 406 million US dollars in 2008. Mongolia made a significant improvement in the ease of doing business in 2012, ranking 76th compared with 88th the previous year in the Doing Business Report by the International Finance Corporation IFC. Mineral Industry Minerals represent more than 80% of Mongolia's exports, a proportion expected to eventually rise to 95%. Fiscal revenues from mining represented 21% of government income in 2010 and rose to 24% in 2018. About 3,000 mining licenses have been issued. Mining continues to rise as a major industry of Mongolia as evidenced by the number of Chinese, Russian and Canadian firms starting mining businesses in Mongolia. In 2009, the government negotiated an investment agreement with Rio Tinto and Ivanhoe Mines to develop the OU Talgoy Copper and Gold Deposit, the biggest foreign investment project in Mongolia, expected to account for one-third of Mongolia's GDP by 2020. In March 2011, six big mining companies prepared to bid for the Taven Talgoy area, the world's largest untapped coal deposit. According to Erdens MGL, the government body in charge of Taven Talgoy, ArcelorMittal, Vale, Extrada, U.S. coal miner Peabody, a consortium of Chinese energy firm Shinoa and Japan's Mitsui & Co., and a separate consortium of Japanese, South Korean and Russian firms are the preferred bidders. In September 2022, Mongolia built and launched a 233 kilometers direct rail link to China which is a milestone in Mongolia's plan to become China's leading supplier of high-quality coal from the Taven Talgoy mine, which has more than 6 billion tons of coal reserves. Agriculture Agriculture in Mongolia constitutes over 10% of Mongolia's annual gross domestic product and employs one-third of the labor force. However, the high altitude, extreme fluctuation in temperature, Long winters and low precipitation provides limited potential for agricultural development. The growing season is only 95 to 110 days. Because of Mongolia's harsh climate, it is unsuited to most cultivation. The agriculture sector therefore remains heavily focused on nomadic animal husbandry with 75% of the land allocated to pasture and cropping only employing 3% of the population. In 2002, about 30% of all households in Mongolia lived from breeding livestock. Most herders in Mongolia follow a pattern of nomadic or semi-nomadic pastoralism. Crops produced in Mongolia include corn, wheat, barley, and potatoes. Animals raised commercially in Mongolia include sheep, goats, cattle, horses, camels, and pigs. They are raised primarily for their meat, although goats are valued for their hair, which can be used to produce cashmere. 
Due to the severe 2009-2010 winter, Mongolia lost 9.7 million animals, or 22% of total livestock. This immediately affected meat prices, which increased twofold. The GDP dropped 1.6% in 2009.